Hi, this is my dad's podcast, Power Time. What's up, Power Players? Welcome back to the Power Time Podcast. I'm your host, Tom Tate, and this is a very special DLC episode. We are piggybacking on last week's full take on the Star Tropics issue of Nintendo Power. If you haven't checked that out, definitely go back and check that out in the archives. I'm really pumped with this episode to bring to you a short but extended interview with David Oxford, who was our guest commentator on the last episode. And he contributes to a ton of great publications, including Nintendo Force, which is kind of the spiritual successor to Nintendo Power Magazine. So check out this interview, and I hope that you enjoy it. I'm excited to welcome David Oxford to the show. David is a video game and popular culture journalist and a freelance writer. He's been contributing to the art of writing about video games for many, many years. He's been working with sites like US Gamer, IGN, OneUp.com, and I'm sure uh, many, many more. Uh, I will put a link to his site in the show notes so you can check it out. He's also been working with magazines, magazines like Nintendo Power, which of course we're familiar with, and now Nintendo Force, uh, which is an amazing spiritual successor to Nintendo Power. Definitely recommend you check that out. And uh, he's been working working with publishers uh, like Udon Entertainment, who put out an awesome Mega Man field guide. Uh, David has also been heavily involved with the Mega Man Network, which is an incredible community and resource on the web. So, David, I want to welcome you to the podcast. Yeah, thanks for having me. Happy to be here. Yeah, totally. You've done so much. Uh, you've done a lot. Uh, just kind of going through your resume, and of course, you know, I've I've seen your name in the credits of many things uh, over the years. What do you consider to be kind of your most treasured accomplishment or writing moment uh, working in this particular industry? Oh wow, I, I can think of two, and like you know, not to diminish anything else, but that I have done, or am doing, or will do. But I think the top two answers there, as you mentioned, there was the uh, Mega Man Robot Master Field Guide. I've been a fan of Mega Man since the first game. Uh, As you mentioned, I run a website. So to say that I actually wrote the book on Mega Man is actually, (laughs) that's just something that I'll always uh, treasure being able to say, even if it's kind of in jest, but at the same time, kind of true. I think you're being modest because I would consider Mega Man Network to kind of be the Mega Man website uh, these days, at least. Uh, so definitely, and, and we'll link that up too so people can check it out. We just did our Mega Man 3 episode, uh, which was a lot of fun. And I'm sure that we could sit here and talk about 100 uh, different games, uh, but I've tapped you specifically to talk about one kind of quirky, uh, lesser discussed game that was released on the Nintendo Entertainment System, and that is Star Tropics. And you've recently responded to some fan mail in Nintendo Force uh, where the question was, hey, Ox, what's the next dormant franchise Nintendo should bring back to the Switch? And you said F-Zero could use some love. You also said maybe something new uh, with the Kid Icarus franchise would be cool. But then you also said, and I'll quote, 
That's only if a new Star Tropics is off the table. And that kind of made my ears perk up uh, or my eyes because I was reading. Uh, and, you know, the next question was, uh, what do you think Retro Studios is doing now that they're not working on Metroid Prime 4? And you said Kid Icarus Prime, maybe. Uh, and then you also said maybe a new Star Tropics, hopefully. So I immediately, when I read that and I knew that I had this episode coming up, I thought, you know, I should probably tap David for this episode, because clearly, you know, he's thinking about Star Tropics as, you know, possibly a, a, a candidate for a new uh, entry in the franchise, right? Something that could be released on the Switch. Uh, so my first question really is, is uh, what's your personal history with this game? Did you play it early on or did you discover it more recently? You know, it's kind of a funny thing. My, my first ex- experience with it actually kind of ties to that other big writing thing, like you mentioned, is writing for Nintendo Power. That's the other big kind of uh, <laughs> writing accomplishment sure. for me. But yeah, that's because like I'd been reading it since I was a kid. I've got almost every issue. I'm trying to uh, replace my uh, second issue. But yeah, uh, the Star Tropics, I remember that cover. I remember the Howard and Nestor. Uh, I, I read up on it a lot, but for whatever reason, I don't quite remember why. I never got to play it at the time, but it was very... It really uh, kind of caught my eye. And just over the years, it became one of these, like, you know, I don't know if Holy Grail is the uh, proper term, but it, it was a game I always wanted to try. And then when it finally came out on the Wii Virtual Console, I bought it day one and dove right in. Hey, do you have any specific, you know, memories from playing through uh, that kind of stand out in that initial playthrough? Uh, yeah, I'm not as good as it, at it as I was hoping I would be. Yeah. Uh, I, 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 got a, I got a fair ways in, but just uh, some, I guess, some of the play mechanics, I guess, didn't play as well with me, and eventually I kind of had to move on to other stuff because the nature of the job. So I, I never sure. got around to beating it, but I at least made sure to, you know, uh, watch a Let's Play so I could see the rest of it, and I hope to get back to it someday. I felt like the controls were a bit uh, limiting to the pace, uh, the way that it's kind of a grid-based system. Uh, I just felt like it was a little slower than I wanted it to be. I I guess that's me being kind of tainted by today's gameplay standards. Uh, But yeah, it it, it was an interesting playthrough for sure. I I just recently played through it, uh, so I'm kind of right there with you. I I passed it up as a kid. Uh, But it's so interesting. We, We saw Star Tropics, and then I guess four or five years later, we saw a sequel on the NES, probably when it should have been released on the Super Nintendo, given that Super Nintendo has been out for a couple of years at that point. Uh, You've been covering Nintendo for so long. Why do you think we've seen so little of Mike Jones and the gang from Star Tropics? Quite possibly. I think maybe it just didn't do the numbers Nintendo wanted, either back then or on the Virtual Console now. Of course, then again, the uh, first one apparently did well enough to warrant a sequel, so maybe the sequel didn't perform, and who, kn- who knows? The way it was released at the tail end of the NES's lifespan, maybe it was set up to fail. Who, kn- who knows how this stuff works. Uh, the other reason, I think, is probably, perhaps even more likely, basically the fact that I, I know that we got it. I don't know that Japan ever got it. They might have gotten it with the Virtual Console at some point. I forget if Europe even got it. So, I mean, there's like a very narrow window there, relatively speaking. I imagine it's probably largely out of Nintendo's kind of, you know, periphery. I mean, Punch-Out! even, like, that's like, I believe, more popular in America. As I recall, Japanese sure. fans like in uh, Smash Brothers, they were like, who is this guy? Why is he in? Uh, which is, you know, funny after we had to get Fire Emblem characters when we had no Fire Emblem games. But uh, just the same, uh, I imagine it would be all... They at least got the Punch-Out! games over there, so I imagine Star Tropics is all the worse. I imagine 
most of the higher ups probably have no idea of Star Tropics. Yeah, it, it it seems like it might just be kind of the pet project of of just a few people over there, um, and and maybe it just died out when enthusiasm with the few people that that kind of started the franchise. Uh, if that waned, I could certainly see that be the case. Quite possibly. I'm trying to remember the development on it. I think it might have been the same guy who did Punch Out, who did Star Tropics. Yeah, it definitely was because uh, I just did some research for the episode. So it was R and D three who did who did uh, Punch Out, and. Uh, yeah, they did Star Tropics and the sequel, uh, but then, you know, that was it. That was uh, the end of it. Okay, okay. I couldn't remember. I, th- I thought he'd worked with some Americans on, on it, too, or not. But the way Nintendo's been doing things lately with, like, uh, the Western developers, you've got, like, Next Level Games and Retro Studios, and we're seeing, uh, you know, developmental heads from Japan working with these teams over here. I think if there was enough of a vocal outpouring, we want Star Tropics, that maybe, hopefully, Nintendo would, you know, have him come back and perhaps work with uh, one of those studios to create a new Star Tropics, maybe for a new generation. And, and that's a great kind of segue into my, my next question. We're starting to wrap things up. Uh, you know, based on your comment in the Nintendo Force uh q and I'm, I'm curious, it's 2017. We talked a little bit about this before we started recording, but what do you think a, a reincarnation of Star Tropics would look like? Let's say it was uh, a reality on the Nintendo Switch. What would you want it to look like? Ideally, <laughs> ideally it would be beautiful. The night sky visuals, like the title screen, I actually have that as one of my desk t- in my desktop wallpaper rotation. Oh, cool. That the tropical islands, the waters, the palm trees, just all of that, it just really kind of striking, nice visuals that I really think someone like a Retro Studios... I know they've been wanting to do a Zelda game. Maybe this would be close enough to scratch that itch for them. Probably not, because Zelda is Zelda, of course. But sure, um, sure. I think they could do well by it, or Next Level Games. I'm just imagining something just kind of really, I, I guess, sort of Zelda-ish, but like with kind of a lush tropical environment thing going on. Maybe, maybe there's a game like that already out there, uh, like, I don't know, Far Cry or something. I, I'm just imagining something along the lines, basically what, say, 3D Zelda is to the old 2D Zeldas, something along those lines, but, you know, with a more contemporary tropical setting. And keep that same story going uh, with the same characters and everything? I would like that. Uh, I would honestly love a remake of the first game, but barring that uh, sequel that kind of returns to it in a fashion, say... Because the second one was neat, but I didn't like it as much as the first one, if I'm being perfectly honest. But something that returns to it, because Nintendo has a habit sometimes of the second game being the odd one out and then the third one returning to form and kind of having a super metroid of sorts to the uh originals if the original were metroid as it were so something along those lines in a sequel that basically revisits but expands on everything would also be pretty great and since we're several console generations removed it would probably be immense (laughs) in scope oh yeah totally and, and nude, and it would be new to a lot of people, uh, just because it's such a yeah. Older that's franchise. why I think a remake would probably be good, is to just retell the story and kind of tidy things up for you know modern audience. 
I, I think it would be awesome. And and again, it was your comment that made me want to kind of reach out to you and have this conversation. So uh, two quick questions. The flip side, you know, what is the absolute worst take of Star Tropics that Nintendo could put out? Worst take, like the worst possible game release they could probably do, right? Like Star Tropics Racing. Uh, no, I'd actually, I'd actually be down with that. Dibs on Subsea. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure, sure. I, I imagine there'd probably be some dolphins in there too. Maybe a little UFO skirting yep, over the water. Yep. I don't know. Um, no, um, I don't know. For some reason, I'm thinking, and it's kind of weird because we've been talking about like retro being a possibility, but like I, I don't think first-person yo-yo action with loot boxes <laughs> sure. and multiplayer. Uh... Yeah, uh, let's let's uh, hope that Nintendo ho- holds off on that. And uh, because I can't have you know. David Oxford on the show and not talk Mega Man. I'm going <laughs> to flip the script real fast and just ask uh, one question about Mega Man because I'm a huge fan. Uh, what are your personal hopes and dreams for Mega Man's future? So let's say you've ran Capcom. What would you be focusing on right now, if anything? As a fan, my personal hopes and dreams for Mega Man's future is that Mega Man has a future besides the upcoming cartoon. Uh, if I was running Capcom, oh man, 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 man. <laughs> I'd probably need to hire a secretary just to get everything down, but um, I, I I don't know. That's that's kind of a tough one because if I'm being perfectly honest, you look at the number of Mega Man games and series and stuff that came out over such a period and maintaining of my, my saying is that even the worst Mega Man game, like official Capcom developed Mega Man game, is still pretty good uh, compared to a lot of what's out there. Um, with that said, I feel like Mega Man fans have almost been spoiled for, like, you know, a long time, so, um, I mean, we've got it really good, and it's, it was just almost embarrassing, like, when they announced they were doing a new Strider after, gosh, what was it, like, 11 years? It's the, only the second game, and people were like, why not a new Mega Man instead? And I'm like, come on, because I like Strider too, so it was just like, come on. I guess the biggest thing I would do is evaluate. It'd be tough because you've got to consider that you probably you really need to bring in new fans, and I don't know if the uh, old material is doing that. But I absolutely hate that they left so much off with cliffhangers. So I feel if the old stuff wasn't going to continue, your Mega Man X X8 left on a cliffhanger, uh, ZX Advent cliffhanger. I forget if Star Force had a cliffhanger. Mm-hmm. Uh, and of course, Mega Man Legends 2 cliffhanger. The big thing for me would be to wrap up the loose ends, at the very least, before figuring anything else out. Because I think the fandom, after 30 years here and the last several with, you know, virtually nothing, I, 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 feel, I feel that's at least. I feel the fans deserve that. I feel the property, the character deserves that. Take care of the old before figuring out what, like how you're gonna move. If you're gonna reboot things, fine, but don't leave the old stuff dangling. That's just the worst part to me. Yeah, that's a solid approach, and I'm sure many fans will be clamoring for Legends Three. I hear there are about a hundred thousand or so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, David, I want to thank you again for kind of dropping on and, and having uh, just a quick casual conversation about Star Tropics and a little bit of Mega Man. Uh, any final words? Any final words for the Nintendo Power uh, uh, fans out there? Wow. Um, I'm, I'm, try, I'm trying to think of uh, something <laughs> appropriate as a longtime Nintendo Power fan myself. Keep playing with power 
And <laughs> subscribe to Nintendo Force, Lil Mac. <laughs> That's perfect. Yeah, and and uh, okay. again, I, I'm going to continue to promote Nintendo Force because I think it's awesome. Just getting a physical magazine in the mail feels really good. Again, uh, so thank you guys for all that you do. Yeah, thank you, and uh, we're glad you enjoyed. And there's also digital options for people who don't want to go the full uh, physical route for one reason or another. Yeah, definitely, or both. Yeah, you can yeah. do both. I'd love to have you back on in the future if you have any interest. Uh, you know, I would love to ask you more questions about the Mega Man field guide, uh, the Robot Masters field guide, and also kind of your work with Nintendo Power. That'd be really awesome. Absolutely. Uh, of course, you know, this conversation was meant to be just kind of a quick quick and dirty take on uh, Star Tropics, but uh, uh, it's been awesome. I can't wait to share it with the audience, and uh, hopefully we can chat again soon. Yeah, sure. I ramble a little bit, so I don't know about quick, but I'm sure we got plenty dirty. Thanks again to David for the conversation, and I definitely hope that we can bring him back on a later episode to talk more Mega Man and also talk Nintendo Force. That's going to wrap up today's episode, but be sure to subscribe to the show so that you don't miss a beat. We've got episodes coming up on Metal Storm and Power Blade. Really excited for those, the next issues in Nintendo Power. And we're also going to have a couple great interviews later in the month as well. So I have a few scheduled and a few more that I'm trying to book. Thank you so much for your time and attention, and as always, keep on playing with power.